Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, and praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Morning Matter. I am Apostle Rose White, your host for today, and I am excited about Jesus. I'm excited about today. I'm excited about you on this morning. To God be the glory. We want to welcome all of our first-time callers. If there are any that are here with us on today, we want to thank God for you joining us early this morning. And, you know, we come together every day, Monday through Friday, to command our morning. We get up early when we, we could have just flipped over, you know, shut the eye and went on back to sleep. But we have made a qualified decision that we're getting up early, hallelujah, to give God the first fruit of the day. And so today marks Monday. Uh, our very first day of coming back for this week, and I pray that everyone has had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Now, for our new time callers, those that are here with us for the very first time, we do ask that you please, sir, please, ma'am, mute your phone lines, and you're able to do that by pressing the star six keys on your phone's keypad, or you might have a mute button. If you do, go ahead and press that now. This will allow you to hear everything that we do um, throughout the broadcast, but it prevents us from hearing whatever may be going on there in your home or in your business or wherever you may be. We also know morning times may be a time that you're just laying down or you're relaxing, you're in a reclining position, and it's a possibility it all happens to us from time to time. You may just fall off to sleep. So this way you can continue to be listening in, allowing the word to get in your spirit, but it will prevent us from hearing any noise, such as perhaps snoring. We have had snorers on the call. So we thank God for those of you that have muted your phone lines or are muting your phone lines even now. For those that are using a Bluetooth device or a wireless, cordless type of phone, we also ask that you turn the volume down. This will prevent, in the case of static feedback, amen? We always want to have a clear line because God is speaking to us through his word. I'm telling you, we have truly uh, have been blessed all year long as we're going through the word of God, reading and studying the scriptures because there's nothing greater than God's word. It is our food, and we come to be able to sup from his table to feast on the manna that is given every single day, fresh from heaven's bakery. Amen. Amen. And so with that said, our lineup for today is going to be Minister Carla, who's going to be coming forth to open us up, to start us off today, and to launch our week through a time of invocation, um, and then I'll be coming to give our word for the day. Um, we will also be reading this morning coming from Ecclesiastes, the entire 11th chapter, um, and then I will also be coming this morning um, to take your prayer request after the morning scripture. And so we are excited about that. We're going to see where the Lord is going to lead us uh, on this morning. Be ye also ready. We never know what the Spirit of the Lord may lead us to do. Amen. And so with that said, I'm going to call forth at this time um, uh, Minister Carla to open us up in our invocation prayer. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, full of grace and mercy. We come before you this morning to thank you, Father God, for another day. We thank you for waking us up, closing our right mind. We thank you for starting us on our way on this morning. Father, we just thank you for being able to give you the first fruits each and every day of our morning. Father, we just pray that you go before us and make every crazy way straight. Father, we pray for each and every person that will come 
that's attached to this line, Father. Father, I ask that you bless them mightily, Father God, through this broadcast. Father, we ask that you touch each and every participant. Father, we ask that you just strengthen them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Father, I pray, we pray that this week this line do what you called or and ordained it for it ordained for it to do this week. We pray that it restore. We pray that it heal. We pray that it bring people together in love and unity, Father God. We pray for restoration through this line. Hallelujah, Father. We pray that this line just change lives of many through this week, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you even now for your presence on this line throughout this week, Father God. We thank you for the fresh manner that you will bring forth this week, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for the healing that will come forth this week through this line, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for each and every vessel. We thank you for each and every hearer. Father, we thank you for each and every person that will attend and with those that will hear Throughout the archives, Father God, we thank you for them. Even now, Father, we ask that you remove every obstacle, every hindrance, Father God, every distraction. Father God, even now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, give us those teachable and coachable spirits each and every morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that every seed that's being sown through this line, Father, that it take root and fertile ground, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you even now, Father. We thank you for the testimonies that will be coming forth through this line even now. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Minister Carla, for praying for us. Amen, and opening us up on this morning. To God be the glory. Our word of the day is Massive Monday. We experienced yesterday, even in Sunday morning, how Songs of Zion was bursting out and bubbling forth and coming through even within us. And so today we see this as a Massive Monday, for the Lord has given to us in Massive proportion, that of love, peace, joy, and life. Let us rejoice on this massive Monday. Amen. Amen. That is our word for today. You know, we're out reading this morning. It's coming from Ecclesiastes chapter 11, and you all have to bear with me because I'm still just feeling the joy of the Lord. Um, and as I mentioned yesterday, just so many songs that was coming forth on yesterday, um, deep down in our soul, and our old Pastor Baker had mentioned, you know, songs was coming up even with her on yesterday. And so I'm still feeling the effects of that on this morning. I'm going to try to keep from singing in the beginning. I'll try to sing at the end. <laughs> Hallelujah. But Ecclesiastes chapter 11, and I'm reading from the entire King James Version, and it says, Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Give a portion to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with lot with child, even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thine hand. For thou knowest not whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. Truly the light is sweet, and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. But if a man live many years and rejoice in them all, yet let him remember the days of darkness, for they shall be many. All that cometh is vanity. Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth, 
and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thine heart, and in the sight of thine eyes. But know thou that for all these things God will bring thee into judgment. Therefore, remove sorrow from thy heart, and put away evil from thy flesh. For childhood and youth are vanity. Hallelujah. I have read the entire 11th chapter of Ecclesiastes, and I'm going to tell you that the word of the Lord is blessed. You know what, as I was studying this particular chapter, you know, just now reading this again, there was even more things that was coming at me as I look at this chapter. I want to encourage you, saints of God, you men and women of God, those of you especially that are leaders, ministers of the gospel, um, as you're reading, take your time. When you read, take your time, read through every word, carefully allowing the word to minister to your very soul and to your spirit, because there is much that God is saying, you know, in his word. And sometimes we can read the scripture so quickly that we'll miss stuff. That's why we have to keep reading it over and over and over again. We read it this year, go back and read it the next year, and you'll find something else God will begin to speak. You know, and so here in this particular chapter, there is a collection of wisdom sayings all throughout here, and and they are marked by dealing with a, a reference to the water, to the wind, to cloud, to rain, to trees, to earth, to seed. You see, and, and there's that change in context from the things that have even been spoken about before. Uh, right now, there are things that we're relating to in our day and in our time that we're living in that Solomon was pointing out even then. And so now he's present, presenting to us some advice, and what he is using uh, um, is illustrations of nature. Do you know if you just take a stop and look around, uh, just look at nature itself, there is so much wisdom in it that we can gather from it. Sometimes we don't pay attention to the trees out. We just take it for granted that the tree is out there, palm trees there in Florida, maple trees here in in the Carolinas, you know, uh, all types of trees. And, and, and a lot of times in New York, they don't even really get a chance to see some of the real beauty of trees until they move a little bit further out or depending on what part of the state they're in. You know, but if we just take a look, take a note of nature, there is so much that we can gather from it. And so in this very first, you know, we tend to look at uh, that Solomon is pointing out, as he did in last week's chapter, chapter 10, ending with how foolishness will threat wisdom. We see that today there are limits to our human knowledge. We might think we know, but we really don't. And you all hear me say oftentimes that all that we know is not all there is to know. That's why, you know, just because we've studied, just because we've got a little piece of paper in the wall does not mean that we need to stop studying. You know, we need to continue to grow and to grasp, you know, to take hold of because there's so much more that we continue to learn. And so when looking at verses 1 and 2 here of this chapter, you know, it's setting some things. And, and Solomon is making a point um, to us. You know, he's he's calling us to be generous, you know, and I mean generous in, 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 in general speaking. Because when we give generously, there's a reward that comes. He says here in verse 1, cast your bread. Now, let me point something out here very quickly because sometimes we just automatically think of one thing, but there are many things that we can look at here. Casting uh, your bread is not just uh, dealing with food. You know, like that farmer is not necessarily dealing with that, but it's like a farmer that's planting a seed uh, in the field, you see. This is also referring to trade. Hear me well during this time in the season that we're living in when stocks is not like it used to be, when money is getting a little funny. You know, it's been funny all the time for some of us, but it's really about to really hit the fan and get real funny. And so we've got to learn the power of investing. I'm speaking a word of wisdom to someone this morning. Learn how to know how to cast your bread, how to invest your money, not just uh, in general, but in foreign trade. You see, Solomon is talking about then, as we need to be listening today, how to send our grain across the seas. See, that's why the rich continues to get richer, you know, because they understand the power of sowing in foreign soil. They understand how to put those, uh, you know, um, cross the sea trades. 
And so others have even seen this when it comes to studying and listening and watching other scholars' materials. They are giving a general call to be more generous, you see. Uh, And so bread here is representing anything that we cast, anything that we give, anything that we send away. And then when it talks about the waters, this is representing the oceans. And so it supports the idea of not just trading right here in the United States for us, for those of us that are listening that live here in this country, but we're talking about even in foreign trade. And then Solomon says, for you'll find it after many days. See, here in this particular verse, Solomon is claiming that even if we give something away, we're going to soon find it. This is dealing with financial matters. We're so quick to eat our seed, but we've got to plant that seed and we've got to cast it out. Why? So that we can make a profit, so that we can get a rate of return on on what we have invested in. See, you'll get a profit. You'll get a reward back. Secondly, we see here a second quote that Solomon is given. You know, the purpose is to set a theme. It's an expression, you know, and he's talking about you know not. That's the key here. See, give a portion. This is saying that a person should donate or give something. That portion is balancing out the bread that was talked about in verse 1. And then look at it. It talks about, you know, being able to to give that portion to seven or even to eight. Here it is, it's translating the meaning to many people, to several people or a call to invest your money in several places. The other day I just got back a, a, a little a, a, a portfolio report because when I lived in Miami, I worked at the University of Miami in the Department of Urology, and um, and I had invested in um, uh, uh, my uh, a 401 uh, a plan. And even though there's not much in there, because when I left out, it was only just a few dollars. But do you know those few dollars after a few years will still build up? Even if it's not but $150, there's still a rate of return because I haven't put a dime in there since leaving Florida. And since leaving that, because I went into business. But there's a rate of return that comes and it's diversified over many different uh, 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 programs. You see, and so here you'll be able to give that portion, balancing it out, giving out to seven or even to eight. I pray that someone's grasping hold of this, that you are seeing this. Because here Solomon is saying, for you know not. You know, this again is talking about we don't know. You know, he's impressing upon us a fact that human wisdom is limited. Because he even talks about the evil that may happen on the earth. There are many things that, that could possibly hit the fan. Catastrophes come, calamities, misfortune. You know, some folks use the word bad luck. I don't believe in bad luck. I just believe that there are things that happen. And so there are catastrophes. So that's the reason why we've got to understand how to invest wisely, how to be able to sow the seeds that God has given to us wisely. And so Solomon says, give a share to seven or eight because you don't know when trouble is going to strike you. See, put that seed into a place where you'll get that rate of return. So just in case the mess hits the fan, you've got a backup plan. Hallelujah. Amen. And so in verse 3, now this particular verse is dealing with two types of statements that I look at sort of parallel. They're, they're drawing from, again, an illustration from the natural world that we live in. There are clouds He talks about full of rain, the tree that has fallen, and the results that come from these uh, particular types of things when they happen. See, when the clouds are dark, uh, we can can tell that the rain is going to soon come a lot of times. That rain is going to come pouring down. And then when, you know, Solomon says when the tree falls, whether it's to the north or to the south, guess what? It stays where it lays. You can bank on it. If you go out there and you go to cut your tree down, Regardless of which direction, when it falls, that's it. It's going to lay right there. (laughs) Until you go and you get that up, somebody comes and cut it up and remove it, it's going to be just where it lays. And that's what Solomon is saying here in verse 3. And then in verse 4, when we look at this, again, we see some additional statements being said. Each half of the verse, you know, it, it, uh, it forms a phrase that is describing a person who pays attention to the weather. What God keeps saying to me in this particular chapter is we've got to learn how to pay attention to detail. See, sometimes we see what we don't see. 
But we've got to learn how to pay attention to the smallest thing as well as to the large thing. See, this verse tells what a person should not do if the weather ain't appropriate. You know, the illustration is directly from an agricultural standpoint. And especially back in the time during Solomon's time, you know, he was looking at the life of Israel and reflecting on the traditional wisdom of the farmer. He's saying he who observes the wind. This is a person who takes a special note of things. They're observant. See, sometimes we really don't pay attention. And so Solomon is not just talking about someone who casually looks at the direction of the wind, but about the person who studies the wind. You know, that person is studying, dissecting, analyzing, figuring out whether it is wise or foolish to plant the crop. See, it's just amazing how when you begin to look up in the sky, there are things that you will begin to see. And so here this subject is intended to be about the farmer who will not sow. That's what he's saying. Why? Because he's been observing some stuff in the atmosphere. And you and I today that is reading what Solomon has written so many years ago, or spoken so many years ago, you know, it is meant for us to understand that the wind direction will tell a farmer when it is best to sow or to plant a particular crop. Even back um, when it comes to the farmers back in Israel, they depended on the rain. They needed the winds that bear the rain so they could tell what part it was coming from, from the sea. They knew when their crops was going to be watered. And there are things that I learned even from my mother and from, uh, you know, my mother had 16 brothers and sisters, and all of them were all farmers with the exception of two. And so her, and coming from a large family of farmers, I learned the importance of how she studied the almanac, how she watched. She could tell, you know, when different times of the year was perfect uh, for growing things, and she was excellent at it. And so here Solomon is saying that the farmer who studies the direction of the wind, they know when not to plant their crop. That's wisdom. And so here there's a similar point here, you know, that he's talking about the clouds you know, meaning the rain-bearing clouds. He says, will not reap. So, again, both of these is talking about a person who watches the weather carefully. And so, therefore, you can successfully plant, grow, harvest the crop. Pastor Baker is one that has a garden. She also has plants and fruit trees and different things that she plants. So she has to be observant to the proper times of the year. We used to also do the same thing uh, even here at our home where my brother and I stay, you know. And so you have to know, and because she has many types of plants and trees and fruit trees that is there in her yard because she lives on a lot of land, on several acres of land. And so, therefore, uh, having that experience teaches a farmer, you know, and being a wise farmer, uh, having wisdom of knowing when to plant, and when not to plant. Now, as we go on to verse 5, here is an obvious truth, you know, that, that some things can be discovered just by human experience. Life itself teaches us many things. And so Solomon here is illustrating a second thing that we need to really uh, take a hold of, you know, how nature remains even hidden to us. This, this is so true in regard to what God does. See, Solomon says that just as you do not know, you know, how life comes to a child in a mother's womb, we, we can observe everything that God does, but we'll never fully understand it. <laughs> See, because God is the creator of everything. We will never, ever understand all of the handiworks of God or completely understand how he has done what he's done and what he continues to do, just like we don't know about the life in that little baby while in mommy's womb. Hallelujah. And then verse 6, Solomon mentions about not knowing. He picks up that theme of not knowing from verse 2. Here is, is, is there's a relation here. You know, the concern with nature in the examples that we talked about you know, it's giving another general reference to farming. And so there's a linking here and with a wider theme. And you and I are encouraged. I'm going to just say, you know, we need to really stop, take a look, venture out uh, into life and look and see how life does. You know, start to take more of a notice uh, if, you have, if you have gardens of any kind, even if you're just having a flower garden. Start to pay attention to certain things, sowing seeds. 
you know, has a, an agricultural meaning. I used to have a little greenhouse inside my little small apartment, and it used to fascinate me to watch the alfalfa sprouts grow in that little greenhouse. I, I thought that was just that thing just really blew my mind. But when we look at sowing seed in this verse, it's not only talking about uh, just agriculture, but we can see this in a whole different way. We can take it to a whole other level because Solomon now can be talking about two different types of seeds. There's the seed that we see in the comes to the agriculture, but also in a sexual meaning dealing with the seed that is sown to bring forth children. You say, hallelujah. And so there is another seed that is being talked about. It's possible that he's having a double meaning here. Sowing means to plant, you know, as a seed. And then he says, withhold not your hand. Means don't stop, don't rest. We got to keep it moving. You got to keep going. Our hand here is an instrument that is used for doing things. And so Solomon teaches to do your sowing in the morning and the evening. Don't stop work even at night. See, because he's teaching us that you don't know which will prosper. The key, again, is you don't know. I don't know. We don't know. And so we plant seeds uh, because we don't control the elements or any other natural process. We don't possibly know what the outcome is going to be. We can look at the same thing about our children, the, the, the children that comes from our wounds, the seed that has been planted on the inside when that child comes forth. We can bring that child up in the best that we know how teach them everything that we can to, to teach them the right way, but how they're going to go the direction in which they take, we still don't know. We have no clue. We can pray that they will be the best children, that they will grow to be fine men and women, adding positive things into society, but we never know what the real outcome is going to be. Hallelujah. And so these are processes that are part of the work of God. It's a realm of activity that we can know little of anything about. Even when in this verse we hear the word no, this in a sense is dealing with a prediction. And so you and I, we can never predict, you know, what seed that's going to be planted, that's going to come forth and be successful, that's going to produce a great harvest. See, so we, we might plant seeds that are out there, but there might be the seed on the left, you know, that may come up, and I mean it's just off the chain, but then the seeds that we planted on the other side may not grow at all. Same rain, same soil, same everything, but it just didn't do as well. And so we can never predict what's going to happen with the seed in which we're going to, to plant. All we've got to do is just be obedient and do what we need to do, plant the seed. You see, because our knowledge Solomon is teaching us is very uh, uh, limited of what God does. And so we've got to be aware of these facts and live accordingly to it. See, that's the proof of, of our wisdom what we have and what we don't have. And then as we look at verse 7, you know, there are more quotes that, that Solomon is giving. It's affirming the value of being alive, serving, you know. Uh, uh, he said light is sweet. Huh. This is a word that he's, he has used even in the past talking about our sleep and how it's pleasurable. But light in this context is talking about living in this world, being in the land of the living. As Brother Thomas said, being on top of the ground. And so Solomon here is talking about how pleasant, how good it is to live in this world. It's a wonderful experience. It's just good to be alive. Hallelujah. I'm excited today because we're still alive in the land of the living to proclaim the goodness of God. Hallelujah, to continue to see God work. And then in verse 8, as we continue to move through this, we see two key words here, rejoice and remember. See, here it is, a man lives many years. This is a statement that also uh, comes with a consequence. See, God is saying to us, let him that is living rejoice. See, when we have long life, we need to be enjoying every minute of it. I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't time to be sitting around wondering about which way to go, what do we do. We need to take every moment that we've got breath in our body and enjoy every moment. But then Solomon says here in the same breath, but let him remember. See, we've got to rejoice and let that be balanced by other activities such as remembering. We can never forget that the days of death is much longer than the years of life. 
And so what comes after death, it remains a mystery. And that's why Solomon says all that comes is vanity. See, all that comes is vanity. And so now Solomon is turning uh, to develop here now to rejoice. I want to encourage you today, learn how to rejoice. Let every day be a day that you are just excited about being alive. Hallelujah. Being in Christ is a reason by itself to rejoice. And so that's where he picks up in verse 9 with that word rejoicing. And then Solomon is talking about that young man. See, meaning time while still in the youth. This is that special time. Rejoice in the fact that you're young. You know what? We're still alive, whether we're 60, 80, or 100. Hallelujah. Because we're still here, we need to be rejoicing. I'm still youthful. I'm going to be youthful until the Lord takes me up out of here. Why? Because we need to acknowledge that it's God that has given us life. And so Solomon, though, never made a point. Uh, about this before, you know, he he had he just constantly talked about enjoying life, but now he's talking about even in our youth. He is saying to live as your mind directs you and do as you see that's best. But he's also instructing us to think, observe carefully how we live our life. Don't live haphazardly. We've got to know. We've got to be aware that on the basis of how we live today. God is going to pass a judgment on us. See, God will call us and call us to account. You know, he will judge us on the basis of our thoughts and even on our actions. And lastly, this morning, as we prepare to close out with this particular chapter, that's a powerful chapter with great words of wisdom, Solomon is saying, and I want to leave this with you, and I want you to really allow this to be in your spirit, remove the sorrow. Get rid of stuff that vexes your spirit. Get rid of the things that just don't make you feel good. You know, remove stuff from your mind. Get rid of stuff that brings stress and prevents you from having enjoyment. I'm telling you right now, cast that mess down right now in Jesus' name. There is stuff always that will come at us that will try to perplex us and try to bring us down, try to take away our joy. But we've got to put that stuff away. Even the pains that we have in our body, Solomon's saying, put that away. You know, not only is our mind to be free of the things that troubles our mind, but we've got to allow our body also to be released from the pain. As a man thinketh, so is he. See, physical pain is not something that we can dismiss. We know it's real. It's most definitely so. When our body hurts, it is a true fact that it's hurting. But what Solomon is saying here, don't allow the pain, the physical or the mental, don't allow it to prevent you from doing what the Lord has encouraged you to do, and that is to rejoice. Hallelujah. I feel like running, y'all. Hallelujah. Because I'm telling you, there's not one day, and I just share this with you, there's not one day that I am pain-free. People don't know that because I don't always talk about it. But every day there's a pain. Hallelujah. But you know what? Through the word of God and even as through these teachings that Solomon is saying, take your mind off of the problems that you face because when you keep your mind on your problems, it will prevent you from walking where God would have you to walk. Put aside those things that bring your anguish, those things that bring pain. Don't let anything worry you. Make a qualified decision that you're going to rejoice in the God of your salvation. Hallelujah. You know, he says that for youth and the dawn of life, he says it's vanity. Here Solomon is offering that reason for doing as he's suggesting. This is not God's judgment, you know, that provides a motive for living wisely. It's something else. It's the fact that the period of our youth is life. That's why I said we're going to be youthful until it's all said and done. Because while there is blood running through our vein and while there's life that is pumping in our heart where it's giving us life, we need to be rejoicing. And so here are these critical years. We make so many important decisions in life that has to be made. And so from childhood, even in youth, it's a dawn of our life. And Solomon is saying, oftentimes it's vanity. There are so many unanswered questions. And so in closing this morning, I want to encourage you, rejoice. Prevent problems that can cripple you, see, from, from the important things that you can do. Because there, there is no other way to cope with life's issues and unanswered questions if you're not rejoicing. Rejoicing 
will allow you to move forward in the midst of anything that you go through. Hallelujah. That's why we've got to sing. Evangelist Scott, keep on singing. Uh, Minister Carla, keep on singing, baby. Hallelujah. Pastor Baker, keep on singing. Brother Thomas, keep singing. You've got to sing. You've got to rejoice. You've got to enjoy Jesus no matter what you go through. And the more you sing, the more you slap the devil upside his head. Amen. Hallelujah. I pray that you've been blessed by this chapter. Glory. Hallelujah. And that you will continue to meditate on this word all day long. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel a little wheel turning, y'all. Hallelujah. And so at this time, I'm going to open up and, and we're going to get ready to pray because you know what? God is good and he's moving some things. He's shifting some stuff around on this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so if there's anyone that has a special prayer request, I have many of your requests that you have made previously, and we're going to be covering those. But if there is anything uh, else that anyone needs to um, mention on this morning, I want you to go ahead and give me that request now, and we are going to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your lines are open, or go ahead and unmute if you have a special request. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Well, we're going to then pray. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. I tell you, you all pray for me as we're going to go into prayer. Join your faith with mine on today uh, that we're going to believe God to do just what he said he's going to do. Hallelujah. 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 We bless you, Lord, this morning. We glorify you today. Oh, God, we thank you for this is the day that you have made. We are rejoicing today. We are exceedingly glad in this day. Our soul magnifies you on today. There are songs of joy ringing on the inside, flooding our soul on this morning. And so, God, we lift up hands unto you. We wave at you today, God. Hallelujah. Our soul is rejoicing today because of of your goodness. Lord, we thank you. You allowed us to have a sleep throughout the night and woke us up this morning with the activities of our limb. We're still in our right mind. Hallelujah. We thank you today, God, because we're able to hear, oh God, today naturally as well as spiritually. We could hear the scriptures being read on today. We could hear Minister Carla praying on today. We could hear, oh God, you speak into our heart and spirit through your scriptures, and we thank you today, oh God, because of your loving kindness, because of all that you have done, and so Father, right now, oh God, we lay ourselves at the altar, we lay and we bow before you on today, and we cry holy, 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 for you are holy on today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask right now, oh God, that you will shine the light upon our heart, that you would search the innermost parts of our being. And, oh, God, that if there's anything that is within us that is contrary, completely against your will, your word, and your way, God, we ask that you would remove it right now in the mighty name of Jesus, creating us this day a clean heart, renewing us this day a right spirit. This day, oh, God, move out us and replace it with all of you. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood over our lives over our mind today. Oh, God, move within us, oh, God, and fill us with all of your presence on today. Oh, God, give us the mind of Christ. Let this mind that was in Christ Jesus, let it be within us today. Let everything that we do, every place that we go, every word that proceeds out of our mouth, let it be that that is orchestrated only by and through you on today. And, oh, God, we thank you for forgiving us, for forgiving us of every sin of commission, every sin of omission. Forgive us of every fault, every failure, the shortcomings, oh God, that is within us. And oh God, we thank you that you, as you have forgiven us, we 
truly will walk in forgiveness of others. Those that have hurt, have offended, have caused us any pain. We release them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. And, oh, God, as we release others, as you forgive us and as we forgive others, we thank you, oh, God, that we know that the floodgates shall begin to open and that the blessings will begin to fall. We will not hover or carry any burdens on the inside of our hearts. We will not carry any anguish or any animosity on the inside of us, knowing that any bout of unforgiveness brings forth bitterness and that will hinder even our prayers from being heard or answered. And so today, release your power on today. Move to us like never before, oh God, today. Oh God, move to the airways this morning. Oh God, go into every household today. Move to the corridors of every hospital, every nursing home, every prison facility on the day. Oh God, move to their ways this morning. Touch every man, every woman, every child on today. Move to every church house this morning. Move to the lives of every minister and every leader on today. Oh God, touch the lives of your people like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus, let there be a shaking up on this morning. Do a shifting on today. Do a sharing in the minds of your people on this morning. Oh God, touch the lives of your intercessors. Cause them to arise from their slumber and their sleep. Cause your people to arise and to take their rightful place on today. Oh God, we bless your name on this morning. I thank you for every person that is here on this morning, man of broadcast. I thank you, oh God, that they're not here by chance. But it's by divine appointment. It's because you have called them to be here and that you are causing them to rise to go into new places. You are calling them to arise to go into a higher place than you. You are calling them into a deeper depth than you. You are calling them to have a greater love for you, a greater passion for your word, a deeper yearning of understanding your spirit. Oh, God, today we bless your name. Hallelujah. We thank you for the anointing that we're feeling right now. The anointing that causes yokes to be broken. We thank you for your anointing that causes chains to be shattered. Oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, move this day. Set it also. Deliver all that is spotless. Set free every captive today. Oh, God, we thank you for your healing virtue that is moving. Even right now, under the sound of my voice, somebody is being healed. Somebody is being delivered. Somebody is being set free. As we touch and agree in the spirit, somebody, oh, God, is receiving from you what they need to receive. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Father, we lift up all of the families today. We lift up the Fearless, the Harrisons. We lift up the Grahams, the Jacksons. We lift up the Browns and the Wilkinsons. We lift up the Kemp's, the Scotts, the Banks, the Bakers, the Clarks. We lift up the Whites and the Black ones. We lift up Sister Angelina. We lift up her friends, Steve and Joe. We lift up Sister Ruthie and Sister Katrina. We lift up the Williams family, the Ferris family. Oh, God, we thank you right now for all of those in whom we come in contact with on a day-to-day basis, all of our families and friends, all of our colleagues and co-workers. Oh, God, we thank you for our places of employment. We plead the blood of Jesus over every business right now. Oh, God, cover our possessions today. Oh, God, let your angels be kept around about our homes today. Be kept around about our vehicles on today. Oh, God, give safe traveling mercies this morning, uh, those that have to go out to various procedures, uh, those that got to do tests and go to exams, uh, those, oh God, that are traveling to work, oh God, uh, our children that are on their way to school, uh, oh God, give straight traveling mercies today, uh, be with Pastor Baker and her husband this morning, uh, oh God, as they travel down the road, uh, be with us today, oh God, even as we have to go to various places, uh, oh God, bless Mother Banks, oh God, uh, oh God, bless Mother Baker this morning. Mother Blackwell this morning, oh God. Father, we ask that you would strengthen them like never before on today. Father, we lift up even Mother Kelp today. She that is teaching.
teaching in the schools, oh God. Every individual that teaches children, oh God, we lift them up to you today. Oh God, place an angel round about them today. Keep them safe in the schoolhouses. Oh God, keep every schoolhouse safe from the mothers, the robbers, and the thieves. Keep our children safe, oh God, from the pedophiles, those that would come to try to bring them harm. Oh God, we thank you today, oh God. We lift up every person that is incarcerated. Oh God, go behind the prison walls. Do what is necessary and what needs to be done on the day. Holy Spirit, move them in a prayer according to your spirit. Oh God, I don't know how to pray, but leave me on this day because somebody is standing in the need of prayer. Somebody's behind those walls about to be attacked, but we say no, stand back in the mighty name of Jesus. You shall not touch that one, for that one is coming out of the hood. In the name of Jesus, allow your blood to be placed upon them today, oh God. Oh God, that the enemy got to back up against the wall and say, I can't touch that one. There is something that is shielding me, oh God, we bless your name today. Oh God, there are many that are waiting court cases. Somebody is waiting for sentencing. Oh God, be in the midst today. Oh God, be the judge. Be the Attorney, stand for them today, oh God. Oh God, touch the minds of your people. Oh God, it's a holiday season. Many people are depressed. Some are oppressed on this morning. But we come against the spirit of depression in the name of Jesus. We rebuke that murderous spirit. We bind up the spirit of suicide right now. And we say, die in the name of Jesus. And we speak life and that more abundantly. We declare the day life over the lives of people, over the lives of men and women on today. Oh God, speak to the victims, those that have been victimized through crime, oh God. Oh God, deliver them today. That young child, that young boy, that young girl, that old woman, that old man that's been sodomized. Oh God, heal right now in the name of Jesus. Oh God, there are many victims that have been hurt, oh God, through catastrophes. Many that are suffering through the blood, through the rain, through the fires, through the storms. Oh God, someone is suffering right now because of the inclement weather. Oh God, strengthen right now the hands of your people. Send order to that. Organizations today, oh God, bless with the finances, oh God, in every organization today, oh God, Red Cross, United Way, refuge centers all across the land, oh God, send aid that we can be a blessing to those that are suffering, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, give us a sensitive heart, give us a sensitive spirit, help us to be sensitive to those that are in need today, oh God, bless our elderly, bless every widow today. Bless the orphans and the homeless. Oh, God, I thank you today that even after going into the VAO yesterday morning, seeing those men on the floor, some just sitting, knowing that they had opened up their doors for those that are homeless, to allow them to come and just sit in the lobby. Oh, God, I give you praise. Oh, God, let all the places and organizations, let other establishments do the same. They will open up their lobby doors and say, come, where is warm? Oh, God, we bless your name today, oh, God, for what you are doing. Father, we thank you oh, for the cries of your people every day. Oh, God, we thank you right now. Lift up, oh, God, and strengthen even Pastor Baker's sons. Bless her husband. Bless all of her family today. Bless Evangelist Scott today. All of her family members that she calls out every day. Her pastor and her church today, oh, God, we thank you for dying today. We thank you for the healing of Janiah today. We thank you for strengthening Roslyn today. Her cousin Rodney today. We thank you for First Lady Gerdman, Mother God and oh God. All of the spiritual parents and spiritual mothers today. All of those, oh God, that are mentors and coaches in our lives. Oh God, strengthen them like never before, oh God. That we would not move and suffer in flesh, but that we would truly be mentors and coaches, spiritual Paris. Oh God, that we will give a word of wisdom. That will be ocean straight from heaven. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you today. We lift up every person that is not saved. Let them begin 
children will fall on their knees. Let it not because we got fancy words. Let it not because we are smart and savvy in how we bring forth a message. But, oh, God, let us just speak a simple word of salvation that men and women will come falling at their feet. Oh, God, even in the grocery store. Oh, God, in the banks, in the malls. Oh, God, when we walk as the apostles of old, as they move throughout the land, just that shadow calls people to be healed because of their faith in Jesus. Oh, God, let when we walk into a place that we will cause the atmosphere to change, that men will recognize that they're in need of Jesus, and that they will cry out, what must I do to be saved? Help us, oh, God, that we will not be looking at people as to look at us, but that we will point them to Jesus. Oh, God, we bless your name this morning. Father, right now, we lift up right now, oh God, salvation and deliverance, the kingdom of God fellowship church, the refuge, bless our feeding 50 families campaign, continue to bless in our thrift store, the kingdom of God Bible college and seminary, oh God, even our business service company, oh God, we thank you right now for business ideas, we thank you for evangelist God business, we thank you for the house service of minister Carla, God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, even for the creative idea with Brother John, with the addiction right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you're opening up the floodgates, you're opening up heaven gates, and you're calling, oh, God, every invention to go forth and to bring forth a great harvest. We thank you for great rates of return on our investments. Teach us, oh, God, how to diversify with what you are given, and help us to take your word literally, to begin to give out, oh, God, Give us divine direction. Order our steps on today. Direct our paths on this morning. Give us the mind of Christ. Give us wisdom to know how to live from day to day. Help us, oh God, not to be fearful. Help us, oh God, not to be stingy. But help us, oh God, this day that we will go forth, that we will do all that you've ordained for us to do. And, oh God, we bless your name today. Touch right now, oh God, every individual. Bless the fire. Finances, many that are struggling today. Oh, God, we thank you for those that are tithers. We thank you for those that are givers today. Father, let not one seed, oh, God, not go and not come back. That hundredfold return. We thank you right now for your people that's about to be both arraigned and totally thrown off. Thy blessings beyond measure. They didn't even see it coming, but they're overtaken by blessings beyond measure. Wherefore, the flood that are coming the tsunamis of increase. Oh, God, we bless your name today for a mighty increase upon your people. And so, Father, we thank you. And in our giving, in our receiving of your blessings, oh, God, teach us, oh, God, in how to sow into the lives of others, how to use, oh, God, to invest wisely. Now, Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the words that we have heard. We thank you for the words of wisdom in this chapter. And we ask that you would continue to pour and download in our spirit uh, what you would have us to hear and to receive. Uh, oh, God, continue to have your way in our families. Uh, continue to let us be a light to those that walk in a dark, dark place. Uh, oh, God, help us to be a lighthouse. Uh, help us to be a beacon of hope to someone on today. Uh, help us to give an encouraging word. Uh, and even if we can't give a word, uh, help us to give a smile to someone that may have been frowning, uh, to turn that frown into a smile. Oh, God, we thank you today. Now, Father, if there's anything this morning that I failed to ask, I ask that you would fail not to grant it. And we come against every retaliating act of the state of Satan this day. We come against every spirit that will try to stop and block what it is that you have already begun. Father, we thank you right now, oh, God, that all that has been spoken, it has gone forth, and it shall come forth. It shall accomplish all that it has been set out to do on this day. And so, Father, right now, we seal this prayer in the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross and through the name that is above every name. For it's in Jesus' name we do pray. And we say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Hallelujah. We bless you today. Hallelujah. How many folk was joining me and giving God a hallelujah praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I tell you that little wheel is stirring on today. Hallelujah. The spirit of the intercessor has arisen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. We thank God because he is moving by his power. He is moving by his might. Amen. Hallelujah. At this time, hallelujah, I'm going to open up. If there's anyone that have a praise on the inside or a praise report or something you just want to share this morning, amen. I'm going to give you a way to be able um, to, to share your praise report on this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, we thank and praise the Lord for those of you that are here. We ask that you will continue to pray as Pastor Baker um, just dropped off the line. We knew that she was on all morning preparing as she has uh, testing all to go through on today. And we thank God for her, Brother Thomas, who is listening in on this morning. Hallelujah. We want to thank and praise the Lord for those of you that have continued to pray for him. God was uh, able to bless us. Well, we're able to get him here, get him home on yesterday to God be the glory. Got him here yesterday morning. And what was he? Totally on the line yesterday morning to hear the word of God, uh, being able to listen in on that broadcast. And we thank God for those of you that continue to press your way through in spite of what you go through. And so it's a blessing. It is truly, truly a blessing. Amen. Amen. So thank you for praying for him. And he is truly grateful. You know, a lot of times he's very weak in his body, but he does. He continues to press. And so we thank God. Amen. Amen. So we do want to announce, uh, please remember to join us back here in the morning. God is truly doing something great. He's up to something good. I can't even begin to just explain what I'm feeling on the inside. For there, God is doing some great things, some wonderful things. Continue to, to press your way in. Continue to press your way through. Finish this year strong. Don't back up now. Hallelujah. Don't allow things to cause you to be offset, but stay focused. Keep your ears to the mouth of God. Continue to hear what God is saying. And so we look forward to being back with you in the morning. Share with others. You know, let other people know about the broadcast. We are believing, God, that even as we get ready to transition from this line to the new line for January 2017, that there's about to be a spiritual explosion that's about to take place for the people that are going to start listening in every single day. Hallelujah for the roundtables that we shall have and the open discussions that shall take place as there's about to be a new transition. And so we thank and praise the Lord for being able to get the word out all across the globe. It shall be. We decree that it shall be so, and it is so, because we are the redeemed of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And so if there are no other praise reports and no other comments on today, we're going to prepare to close out this morning. I do want to thank and praise the Lord for Minister Carla that opened us up, that prayed for us. Hallelujah. Starting off our week is how we start that determines how we finish. And so I thank God for her. We thank and praise the Lord for all of you for being here without you. There would be no us. And so I thank the Lord for you on today. Hallelujah. And so I'm going to close out with our benediction that comes from June verses 24. Hallelujah. And 25, and it says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Amen. On behalf of all of us here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church and here on the Morning Matter broadcast, I am a pastor. I am Apostle Rose. I forgot what my name is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I look forward to being back with you all in the morning. May the Lord bless you all real good. Have the peace of God all day long and rejoice on today. Hallelujah. Because what is what is today's day? Hallelujah. It is a massive Monday. Okay. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. God bless you, evangelist. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. God bless you. <laughs> Love, you all. Love you all. Mm-hmm. Love you too. Hallelujah. Amen. Enjoy. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.